Good afternoon. It is Tuesday, December 14th, National Signing Day Eve. My name is Lance Glenn. We got a bonus episode for you of the College Football Daily. In just a moment, you'll hear a conversation between 24-7 sports college football analyst Carl Reed and former USC quarterback Keaton Slovis, one of the many high-profile quarterbacks who have entered the transfer portal this offseason. But before we hear from them, I of course just wanted to remind everyone to tune in tomorrow to the National Signing Day show beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports HQ. So without holding you any longer, here are Carl Reed and Keaton Slovis. Welcome this afternoon, guys. This is Carl Reed, college football analyst with 24-7 Sports. I'm here with now former USC Trojan quarterback Keaton Slovis as he's entered the transfer portal today. Keaton, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're glad that you're here. So my first question out the gate for you is you come into this season uh, with NFL draftability grades. People were thinking anywhere between round one and three. You suffered a couple of injuries and setbacks throughout the season. But why enter the transfer portal instead of declaring for the NFL draft? Kind of what went into that decision and why was that choice made? Yeah, I think uh, going into the year, hoping to be a first, second round pick and uh you know, that, that obviously the year didn't wasn't what we wanted. didn't turn out to be the way we, we wanted it to be. Had a coach get fired week two. You know, the rest kind of went from there. But, again, I think for me, you know, I just uh, – I want to bet on myself. And uh, I think uh, I'm a better player than, you know, the projections I was seeing at the end of the year. And, you know, I understand why those projections came back a certain way. But with two years I was really remaining, there's no reason for me not to not to come back and give it give it another shot. So, my question, you, you touched on something there. Coach Clay Heldon fired after week two. From a quarterback perspective and a guy who, because Clay Heldon was an offensive guy, how hard was the adversity to overcome with that coaching change in week two? People don't know on the outside how a coaching change could affect somebody, especially at the, the quarterback position. How was that going through that? It was tough. Um, and, you know, Coach, Coach Heldon didn't have a whole lot to do with our, our daily meetings as, you know, a quarterback room necessarily, but it still uh, changed a lot. There's a lot of uncertainty, and you know, even for your assistant coaches, uh, they know their that their their times kind of coming too. So it kind of puts everyone in an uncomfortable situation, and players are worried about where they're at. And I think that more than anything, just in overall security, kind of uh, you know, it's a tough place to be at, especially so early in the year. Now it hasn't been all bad. You have had some success at USC. What are some of your fondest memories from being with the USC Trojans? I have a lot of good memories, a lot of, uh, you know, you can look at overall years, you know, I think, uh, but I think there are a lot of specific memories that were really fun, you know, uh, being at UCLA a few times, especially that first year, we, we think we had four receivers go over hundred yards. That was a lot of fun. We lost both games, but playing at Notre Dame and that rivalry was, you know, especially, uh, you know, very meaningful to me and, and, and a great experience as a whole. So, uh, so lots to look back at and to be happy with, but again, I think that overall, it's just my time to kind of move on and start somewhere new and start fresh. Now, this year, they started letting athletes profit on their name, image, and likeness. You were one of the earlier guys oh, being a quarterback that had a couple deals going. I, I, saw, I saw where you were. Uh, you had an American Eagle deal. I know you had a couple other deals. Does transferring schools at all affect your NIL deals? Or what a lot of people want to know when you're talking about NIL, if you started the season as a high-protected draft pick, and your stock drops a little bit, does that change anything with, with some of your NIL deals with the companies that you have? Um, not for me personally. Most of the deals I had were just through January. So again, if 
those companies want to continue to, to work for me in the future. That's something we'll evaluate and uh, deal with, but it's not, uh, it's not a long-term deal. I know some of these freshmen like Quinn Ewers signed like longer term deals, uh, like three-year deals with people. All my deals were just through January. So again, not, not, nothing on the field really changes that for me. Um, and again, I think I view all the NIL stuff as a bonus. It's a great opportunity for student athletes to, again, profit off their name, image, and likeness. But, you know, I'm not really going to choose a school or I don't think you should choose a school just because of the opportunities that come with that. You know, if you have a great year and are a good football player, you're going to have bigger opportunities down the road. So what's next? What are you looking for in the next destination? I had a couple of college coaches that I talked to today. We were looking at your film and they think that you still have a lot of upside and ability to move forward. What are you looking for in your next school? Are you looking for a specific system? You from Arizona. Are you looking to possibly stay at home or more towards the West Coast? Or are you open to go anywhere in the country where you feel like the best opportunity for you is? I'm open to go anywhere. You know, uh, I think for me, it's pretty simple. You know, there's there's lots of lots of great opportunities, but one, an opportunity where I can play or at least compete to play, I think I have a good chance at, at getting a job at. Uh, secondly, I think, uh, you know, overall, just, just a, a culture and a team that not only is ready to win, but um, – I think I can identify with and, and is a positive atmosphere and, and something I'm excited to be a part of. You know, that's a pretty, pretty easy criteria to me, I think, but I think it, uh, you know, it's a lot harder. It's a lot easier said than done. There's, there's only a few programs in the country. I think not few, there's probably 10 or 15 programs in the country that, that really embody that um, consistently. And, you know, I'm looking for that, that, that program that, you know, wants me to be a part of it. It seems to be a lot of quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Do you think that that is, because only one guy can throw the ball, guys aren't as willing to, to wait their turn anymore. Why do you think that some of the top quarterbacks in the country have continuously been in the transfer portal over the last couple of seasons? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I think a lot of it you know, has to do with coaching changes. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, thinking that, you know, a lot, and someone in my situation too, where they just need a fresh start somewhere else um, or coaching change was also kind of my situation too. So Again, as a whole, um, you know, I don't know everyone's case-by-case situation. Some of it might be because they don't think they're going to play, and that's obviously understandable. But, again, a lot of it, too, kind of depends on your clock. You know, a, a senior who's, you know, doesn't know if they're going to win the job, doesn't really have as much time to compete at that place, and probably need to find a place they know they're going to be able to play. Whereas a freshman kind of go in and bet on themselves, and if they lose a job, it's all right. They can go transfer somewhere else. So I think that timetable is also important to take into consideration. Now, you do have two years of eligibility, correct? Am I correct on that? Okay. Yes, Yes, I do. So my last question for you in this, Keaton, is what is the next school getting in you? When Keaton Slovis arrives on campus, what can that coaching and that coaching staff and the team, what can they count on for you to bring to the table? Uh, I think you're getting a really experienced quarterback, but beyond that, I think you're getting a leader. Someone who, you know, I think the quarterback goes a lot beyond the play on the field. I think you get all the stuff on the field, but beyond that, I think you get the right guy, to, you know, to lead your team. And I think that's something I pride myself on. Um, that's something I'm kind of, you know, hoping these coaches that recruit me get to know is that uh, you're not just making an investment in a player, you're making an investment in one of the leaders, future leaders of your team. Guys, thank you. This is 24-7 Sports. Carl Reed with Keaton Slovis. 
And as always, keep working. All right, that was 24-7 sports college football analyst Carl Reed and former USC quarterback Keaton Slovis. It's really been interesting to watch all these big-name quarterbacks enter the transfer portal this offseason. One of them, Spencer Rattler, just committed to South Carolina. So Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks are getting the former Oklahoma Sooner as he tries to reestablish himself after being replaced by Caleb Williams this past season. Once again, make sure to tune in tomorrow to the National Signing Day show starting at 9 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports HQ. For Carl Reed and Keaton Slovis, I am Lance Glenn. We'll talk to you tomorrow for the next edition of the College Football Daily.